1: Hey, hey, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas.
0: What's going on, folks? Hope you all are doing well this week. We've got another great episode here for you today. Jillian, what are we diving into?
1: Today's topic is all about retirement. Yeah. Kind of our thoughts on retirement and how we're kind of rethinking what it means to be retired.
0: Yeah, we've had... uh, some interesting conversation over the last week and we thought it would be appropriate to kind of talk about that given the the current situation and yeah it's going to be a very interesting topic. Probably going to be some eyebrow raising maybe a little bit but you know we're going to be very real.
1: Yeah it's a conversation that has been kind of hitting our hearts this week so we're like Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Yeah, we had
0: one topic planned for this week, and then we're like, nah, we're going to put this one in, in front of it. So, yeah. So, we're going to dive into that. But before we do that, as always, we're going to show a little gratitude. So, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week?
1: I am grateful for coworkers.
0: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: It's It's been weird not being able to see my fellow teachers and... Just we had this thing that we were doing where we were like giving hugs (laughs) like every morning. Virtual hugs? No, like real hugs. When you are at Um, school. Like a small squad of us just because teaching's tough and we have to be our biggest supporters of each other. And we had this little like hug squad going on where every morning we give each other a hug and it was awesome. So now it's like weird virtual hugs we're sending to each other but I was able to have kind of like a little happy hour with them on Friday um, with two co workers and it was just really nice just being able to shoot the shit so to speak and just say hi and I don't want to say vent about the situation but yeah kind of just talk about what we're going through and how we're all going through the same thing the struggles are the same and we're trying to make the most out of it and just really trying to be present and positive about it so it was just it was just cool I, I enjoyed it. Awesome!
0: Yeah, it looks like you all had fun on Friday, so I'm glad you got to do that. So I did. It, it's always good to catch up with folks. For me, I am grateful for my future brother in law Mark because this weekend he really helped out. Um, we this weekend was my weekend to do mulch around the house, and I ordered. What we would call a little too much. A butt ton? (laughs) Yes. I ordered a lot of mulch. I still have some sitting in my driveway as this episode airs. And it was just a really long day. And he came home and asked how he could help out. And really, at that point, it was supposed to rain all day on Sunday. And so I was doing all this on Saturday. So I was like, man, you know what would really help out is if you could mow the lawn. Um, which he did and he did a great job. He edged it. And, you know, he was asking me, how do you prefer to, to, you know, the laundry mode and everything and make sure that it was on the right settings and all that good stuff, which, you know, I would definitely appreciate. But, um, you know, he really helped out without, that, with that yesterday, um, on Saturday. And then tonight, which is Sunday when we're recording, he just made a banging ass dinner of steak and shrimp and like potato kebabs. And, you know, it, it was, uh, was really good so my man is has stepped up and uh really done some pretty amazing stuff around the house here so i really appreciate that
1: yeah it's like chef mark on sunday nights oh yeah he's Let's i think the going. last three
0: sundays he has done something different each each night and uh, i know you appreciate it as the the main cook in the, the household and for
1: sure you know, he's
0: done some some really great work with the uh with the grill out there we put some we've been putting the grill to some really good use um for the start of this you know, spring here, so we're going to continue to do that, and uh, yeah.
1: Swell, swell.
0: All right, so you ready to jump into today's very important discussion?
1: Yes, and I didn't really talk about how this episode was going to go, but I kind of have resources plugged in throughout it, just because... We'll highlight
0: them and put them in the show notes.
1: For sure. But I wasn't sure how to present our thoughts in like an organized way. So this was the best way way I came up with. But I first had to look up the definition of retirement. And it says it's the act or fact of leaving one's job and ceasing to work. Retirement refers to the time of life when one chooses to permanently leave the workforce behind. And it's generally a time when you spend more time pursuing leisure activities. More golf. More golf. Um, And I just think it's interesting how we all define retirement based on a set of norms or status quo or however people, however society, I don't know, acts out of retirement. I don't know if this is making sense at all. But I think that I probably should have started with the story that's sparked this whole conversation. Yeah, you Um, can
0: jump into that. And before you do that, if you all hear thunder, yeah, we're recording during a thunderstorm. This might be the first time that we're doing that. So this could be pretty interesting.
1: It's epic. I have a beautiful view of the lightning. Yeah,
0: I can see it flashing (laughs) off of your blue blocks (laughs) glasses. So that's why it sparked up. I was like, I just saw lightning off of your glasses. So I'm going to let everybody know. But yeah, let's go ahead and, and jump into that story then.
1: So it kind of hit some emotions pretty hard and we've there's been a story similar to this before, but I think more I don't know, the more we hear these types of stories, the more it changes my viewpoint on what retirement means and how we wanna do retiring, so to speak. But my aunt's uh friend who recently retired, um, her and her husband had moved away in maybe about a year ago and they had a house built in Florida. So they living their retirement life for about a year, and she woke up and her husband had had a massive heart attack and died, which is fucking tragic as hell. Yeah. And it, it, it... changes your perspective on things. It totally changes my viewpoint on retirement and that why do we have to wait until we're 65 or wait until we're an age to do what we want to do? Right. To live a life that makes us really happy and content and meaningful and to me that just speaks so loud that like I don't want to wait till I'm 65 to do something yeah, now to start
0: experiencing life
1: yes and I don't know for me retirement isn't an age it isn't I mean it isn't a value of money and I know like money does have to do with retirement like I am a, sure. a logical person like yeah. I understand that aspect of it But to me, it's almost like I think my thoughts on, you know, physical activity, how like I don't wait till one part of the day to work out. So to speak, it's like I move throughout the day. So for me, I think about retirement as trickling in my life now. Like I I want to do things that I want to do now. I don't want to have to wait like I get we have to plan for certain things that cost more money. But Mm -hmm. to me, it's like I don't want to work my ass off quote unquote, my golden years. And then by the time I get to retirement age, I am I may not be well. Um, I may not be alive. Like, I mean, there's so many right. what ifs, and I don't even want to think about it, because then that just causes anxiety. So to me, I don't know, I just think of retirement as just I don't, I guess I don't even want to think of retirement. I want to think of just living my life the way I want to now and just kind of pushing that word aside. Cause yeah, I think work brings meaning. And no matter what kind of work it is, it could even be a hobby that you may make not that much money off of, but you have this plan of, you know, calculating how much you need to be a, to live a happy life that makes sense to you. And. I don't know. I'm blabbing on now. What are your thoughts? Yeah,
0: no, I, I, I agree with you. You know, it's it's very tough when you're, you know, it, I think it's always fun. It's just like for some financial advisors you talk to and it's like, oh, when do you want to retire? And they they put an age on it. And, and it, when you're young, how can you put an age on retirement? I mean, there's just people who are ambitious, like I want to retire when I'm 40 or whatever. And you know what? Maybe that's what they want to do. Maybe they're generating a lot of money and, you know, can do something like that. But even to say that in your twenties and say you want to retire when you're 40, you don't know how you're going to, you know, what your situation is going to be at that time. You may get to the age of 40 and be like, man, I love hustling and I want to go out there and I want to continue to hustle. Um, and you're going to do that. And, and, and you know, I feel like work, especially work that you love is very purposeful and it drives a lot of people and, and it keeps people sharp. And, you know, so it's just like, how can I put an age on retirement right now and then say that I'm going to completely stop working at 65 and then I'm going to travel the world afterwards? Like, are you going to travel the world 365 days? I mean, you know, that's, it's impossible unless you save billions of dollars. I mean, that's probably a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but to your point, it's just like tomorrow is not guaranteed for anybody. And kind of given the situation that we're in right now where it's really not guaranteed for, for a lot of people with the whole coronavirus going around. I mean, there are people who otherwise thought that they were healthy young adults who are getting this. And now, granted, it's not every young adult who gets this. There's a lot of people who are getting um, the virus and are, you know, within the 10 to 14 days, they're they're back to a normal life. Um, It is scary, but, you know, there are those folks who don't even know that they have maybe an underlying condition that could potentially be fatal if they uh, uh, get the coronavirus. And so, you know, it, that's in kind of another thing that gets us thinking, you know, during this time. It's just like, you know, tomorrow's not guaranteed for anybody. So I'm not saying that we're going to go out and, and put ourselves in debt and not live, you know, within our means. But if there's something that we want to do we're going to freaking find a way to do it. Yeah. Is that what we're kind of getting to? Like, I just want to make sure we're both on the same page. No, no, we
1: are. And I didn't want it to just be this, (laughs) me just blabbering on about my thoughts on it. Like I wanted to have some kind of direction. And I found this blog post um, that was called live like you're already retired. And a lot of the things they talked about, I feel like we could briefly just say things that we're doing now that Mm -hmm. align with that bullet point, if that makes sense. Um, so one of the things that they wrote on there, and we'll put – it's called unconventionallysustainability.com. We'll put all of that in the show notes. Word. Um, the first thing, to live like you're already, quote unquote, retired, which I kind of just want to take that verbiage. Like to me, if, if we use – if I use the word retire, it just means I've stopped working like that specific job. So like let's say I'm going to retire from teaching to pivot to something else. And then I'm right. going re- to retire from that to pivot to something else because for me, I want to work – Because work brings meaning, Mm -hmm. and I feel like whatever I'm working on, it it aligns with my values, or else I wouldn't be doing it anymore. So I guess it just keeps me in check, just as being very purposeful with what I am doing in life and making sure that it is making me happy and bringing me meaning. But anyway, the first bullet is uh, live in the present.
0: Hell yeah, you have to.
1: And I think we do a pretty good job of just taking it day by day. Um, I don't know about you, but I I mean, I don't think you do. I don't have a lot of anxiety, so and I. I know that anxiety is called by thinking of the future and what sure. could or could not be. And for me, I it t- it's taken a lot of training. Like, I go to acupuncture. I, f- I consume a lot of positive thin- things from my mind. Like, it takes work, but I'm finding that I'm doing better each day of just living in the moment.
0: Yeah, and right now, I, th- I think if you listen to our last episode, which was called, um, you know, what was it? Fun during COVID or yeah. having fun during COVID. I mean we are having fun as a family and this is just, we're living in today and with the, today's conditions, you know, it's, we have no choice in it. We can't control it, yeah. you know, but we can control the things that we are actually in control of. Um, so, yeah, you know, we, there's a lot of people who are choosing to live in fear. There are other people who are choosing to live recklessly right now. And then there's other people who are just kind of embracing the situation and the, the slowdown of life. And, you know, are just going with it. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we're having, you know, a good time. We're finding different ways to have fun. We're we're all pitching in and doing projects around the house and cooking and, and all that stuff. So, you know, yeah, that's we, we can't control the situation, but we can certainly make the best of it.
1: The other bullet point they had was work hard, but don't work your life away.
0: Unless you want to do that. There are some people who that's what they want to do. Oh, but I know. I'm I just agree. talking about us, though. Yeah. How...
1: This relates to us, and I think we've done a pretty good job. I think, well, I'm pretty sure Lucille has kind of forced us to create boundaries because we want to be with Lucille more, our daughter, oh, yeah. in case you didn't know. Uh, so I think we do a pretty good job of just checking in on each other to make sure that we are creating time for things that we like, for travel, for experiences, for family time. and Yeah. I don't want to say it's perfect, but we ebb and flow based on her situation and we kind of like play tag back and forth. There's some times where I need to work harder on some projects and I'm like, listen, Nick, I'm going to spend all day with her while you're working and then can you help me on the weekend? So I think we have a pretty good... Well, I think
0: this weekend was a good example of it yeah. too, where you know you obviously have a lot of work to put into to your business um, and I wanted to do you know the project with the mulching around the house and you know the mulching was a seven six hour seven hour project and I'm still not done yet but you needed to get a lot of work done this weekend too so I was like listen how about you get two hours Saturday morning Um, that way the mulch should be here and then you had to run to the grocery store as well so that that kind of worked out in the morning because the mulch got here around noon and then, you know, I worked all day in the afternoon. You went to your mom's house. And then today, you know, it was supposed to rain all day, which it, it didn't. It's not. That's why it's raining now. Um, but, you know, you needed to put some hours in. And I was like, all right, I got you. And so Lucille and I just found things to do today. You know, we were outside watching the neighbors play hockey. We <laughs> took walks. She was riding her bike. She was on her trampoline. We were looking for the groundhogs that are under the shed. So it was just like, okay, I got you. And then, you know, when when I need to get stuff, you got me. So it it works out perfectly.
1: The other bullet point they had was develop hobbies and make time for them. And I know when I said when we first started how a lot of people view retirement as, oh, I can finally do my hobbies. And Mm -hmm. I've I've actually heard that from a lot of people saying that I can actually I actually have time to do this. Blank, insert, whatever. Like, even our neighbors are like, oh, I finally have time to work out. And it's so funny hearing a lot of people say that because it's like, what are we doing if we aren't enjoying the things we like to do now? Right. What's the point? So, for me, it's important to carve out time for things that I enjoy to do that aren't related to work. Yeah. Whether that be cooking or creating something with Lucille or even exploring new physical activities like i'm just i jogged the other night which was crazy because i haven't ran in a long time and i'm not becoming a jogger by any means but it was actually fun to just freaking run where with did my you sister jog? we ran when it was raining it was starting to get dark uh, out it was one of those things where like is that of a necessity right yeah i enjoy doing things when i know it's for fun and that's the thing about hobbies it's like it's Not a chore. It doesn't feel pushed or there's no pressure behind it. So I think I like creating time where I just have that space to just do things for fun. And it could be on a whim. It couldn't even be planned out. It's just it makes me so happy. It's like those little things, those little moments when it's just spontaneous.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I know that my hobby was playing softball for a little bit. I wish that we could start playing softball again, hopefully soon. Um, But yeah, you know, that's that's a, a fun hobby. And then, you know, right now we're trying to find other hobbies. So like me with the mulching and thinking of gardening now is kind of becoming a hobby because I want to get stuff done. And I'm actually kind of thankful that I did order more mulch than I needed because now I'm thinking of new areas to mulch and new places to plant new plants. Like we don't have very many plants around the house and that's been one of the things that i've wanted to kind of do and i've been really putting it off the last couple of years but now this year is like okay let's just get it done i've got the time let's do it so i'm going to spend some time this week getting the the one area because I still like i said at the beginning of the episode i still have mulch in my driveway but i want to get this one area cleaned out um get some topsoil down and then spread the mulch out there and then eventually get some some bushes and some plants to put in there. So that's becoming my new hobby, little Farmer Nick.
1: Well, that's cool. It's something that I think you viewed more as a chore before. Now it's becoming enjoyable because yeah. you have more time to think and get creative with what you're doing. you
0: are going to have a little curb appeal. <laughs> yeah.
1: So something else that was on there was enjoy the journey to retirement. So for me, I take that as just stop living on autopilot. And I probably talked about that before we started trying to get pregnant and had infertility issues. But I really feel like before I was on autopilot, it was just, I mean, when, if you can get to work without really thinking about it, (laughs) I think it's a good sign. Yeah. And I've been doing the same job for 11 years. So there gets to be a point where I think if you do something so much over and over again, it, It does become autopilot. Like Mm -hmm. I think we forget to be mindful of the every little moments that happen throughout the day because we're so used to doing the same thing over and over and over again. And I don't know. I like that we're starting to take days off together more and just be creative with how we are deciding to make money so that way – If we want to not work for so long or pivot in our jobs, Mm -hmm. we have other sources of income that we can rely on. And, you know, we've stripped our life from the excess and I think really have gotten intentional about what kind of life we want and how much that's going to cost. And we realize we don't need that much money to be happy. But I think we were trained in, in society or by norms that we thought that's what you had to do. I don't know. What's your well, take on it? We've
0: been able to do more using less money just because of the way that we've changed our lifestyle. You know, we're not, you know, consuming a lot of things You know, we really think about our purchases before we actually make a purchase and if it's going to bring us joy or if it's going to have use in our household. So, you know, we're not spending our money on a lot of things that we probably would have mindlessly spent it on before. So we do have money to go out when pre-COVID. You know, we could go out on a couple date nights a, a, a month and we could, you know, do vacations. And, you know, I, in the past, have been really weird with my time off and, and vacations. And, you know, this past year, I really started letting go of that and just really looking forward to having time off with you and, and Lucille and, you know, figuring out an adventure. You know, last year we went to Copenhagen Um, you know, this year we're planning on going out to, to, um, Denver, you and I, and then out to Phoenix or I'm sorry, Tucson later on in the year, Mm -hmm. hopefully we'll be going there. Um, you know, if, if we can resume flying safely, but it's, (laughs) you know, that's part of the thing too. It's just like, you know, we're being optimistic about things and, you know, we're hopefully going to be able to move forward with some of our plans this year, but yeah, I mean, we've freed ourselves so much and and we're able to do a lot of those things that we would maybe put off towards retirement you know mm-hmm. and it's just like oh yeah you know maybe we wouldn't have gone to copenhagen um you know but you know my best friends out there and of course we're going to go visit him and find a way out there but you know we're not putting off like vac- dream vacations or anything like that if it's within the budget and we can do it we're going to do it
1: And I think if there's something that really speaks to you and you feel like you're called to do and just lights you up, there's always an excuse to do something and there's always an excuse not to do something. And to me, if something is so powerful that makes you feel like your truest self, your most authentic self and just beams in you, it's like you need to find every reason in the book to make that happen. Like stop making excuses because you feel like you might be afraid or people are going to judge you or – you know, it's not what everybody else is doing. Like to right now, I just feel like if something's speaking to me and I truly feel like I need to pursue it, like I'm going to find every reason to make it happen no matter yeah. no matter what.
0: I mean, you um, only get one life and it can be scary,
1: you know, absolutely. making a
0: big change and getting out of that comfort zone. But again, you, you only get one life. And if it's something that you're really drawn to, then by all means, you should support pursue it and, and don't let anything get in your way. Um, I, I want to talk about you know, some of the things that you keep bringing up, you know, when, when we're making decisions on things and you talked about, uh, you know, health insurance and stuff like that. And yeah, is it important? Sure, but we'll figure it out. You know, my company offers health insurance. So even though we had the, the Rolls Royce with, you know, your, uh, job, it's not the end all and be all and shouldn't be in the way of you pursuing what it is that you want to do. So fuck that shit. You know, we're, we're going to worry about that. We'll figure it out. But the, the, ma- the main thing is we want to make sure that you're pursuing your dreams and we're not going to let that stuff get in the way.
1: So the last bullet point I really enjoyed, it says retire to something, not from something. Ooh. And to me, I just take that as like, Stop thinking of retirement as like a runaway mentality. Like I'm running away from work finally. Like I'm finally stopping mm-hmm. this job. I think to me, if I'm living like I'm retired now, or am kind of sprinkling it in. It's whatever I'm choosing to do, I want it to make me happy and bring meaning. And if it doesn't, I need to pivot and change it. Like I don't right. want to be, I can't wait till I retire. I want to be like, I'm fucking loving my life now. Like this is awesome. I'm yeah. doing what I want to do. You know, yes, there's going to be some sacrifice along the way. I get that. But every day I get to wake up and I'm happy waking up and doing what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. So I just really like that. The whole aspect of just not trying to run away from something and just like you're running towards something. I dig that. Yeah. All right. And then.
0: You got a goofy smile on your face. No,
1: it's because I found like all these amazing resources when I, I wanted to talk about this topic and I don't even know how to put them all in there, but I think I might save one of them for actual the resource section. But that's, okay. that's all the bullet points I had on that specific blog post. But um, I like that. Yeah, I think that's a sweet note It to spoke to on. you, huh? It did.
0: I enjoyed hearing that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm happy you did so. I'm
0: happy. <laughs> all right. So what are we getting into? We Are we doing resources? We can. Let's do it. All righty. What you got for us, Jilly?
1: Okay. So this resource, there is a book um, that actually they talked about in the blog post. It's called Get a Life. I got
0: one. Thank you very much.
1: His name is Ralph Warner, who is the author. And I'll just kind of give you the... It is the, I guess... What is that called? Not the synopsis. It's for a book. The kind overview. of like the overview of the book um, called. I'm sorry, I'm like really, I'm like all over the place. Here we go. Okay. So, the name of the book. Do you want me to redo this? <laughs> no, go ahead.
0: You already said it, though. <laughs> all
1: right. No. So, that's he's the author of that book. But okay. this is for another book. Oh, okay. I had gotcha. scrolled down too far. So sorry.
0: I've gone too far. <laughs> so,
1: the name of the book is called Get a Life. You don't need a million to retire well. And I I don't know if I'm going to read it, but I really enjoyed reading the preface. Yeah. And I feel like I kind of already know where he's going with all the topics, but I really enjoy his perspective of it. All right. So here it is. Retire happy and healthy without keeping a million bucks in the bank. The financial service industry wants you to believe that in order to avoid financial destitution, you need to put aside huge amounts of money that you, let's say together, quote unquote, should have begun saving years ago. <laughs> Not true, states Ralph Warner, the co-founder and the author of Get a Life. Although a sensible savings plan makes good horse sense, many other actions and decisions will determine whether you enjoy your retirement years. Get a Life shows you how to beat the anxiety surrounding retirement and to develop a plan to make your golden years the best of your life by doing these following things. Developing family relationships. Check maintaining and creating friendships check improving health need to work on that <laughs> keeping active
0: yes check
1: develop a robust curiosity for the world
0: Ooh. and working re- on that one
1: realistically calculating how much money you need and how to secure it
0: that's the tough part too like when we met with our financial advisor and yeah we ha- we have one of those um you know, he didn't ask us what age we wanted to retire, which I always thought that was a great way of putting that. And I know I mentioned that earlier in the episode, but he said, you know, how much money do you feel like you need to retire? Um, And that's a tough question. I mean, again, like the age thing, that's also a tough question to to answer because you don't know how inflation and how money and all that's going to be when we retire in what, 40, 50 or whatever, if we don't retire at all. But, you know, like you said, we need to make sure that we at least have something. So, you know, we, we developed a plan and, you know, we're, we're saving a certain thing, but we can obviously make changes if we need to. And we will. We constantly evaluate and seeing how much we're going to put in and how much we need to be there. But we're always going to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves today.
1: Absolutely. And I think whatever decision we make, it's not just like on a whim or spontaneous. If it's like a huge life decision, I think with everything we're doing now is we're trying to be very conscious, mindful and intentional about where we are and where we want to go and always reflecting on that and making and looking at that progress i think you know we did meet with the financial advisor and it's not like we saw him once and we're not going to see him again in five years right we make it a note to have those appointments and schedule that so that way we're forcing ourselves to say hey where are we what do we need to change because i think it's important especially with anything in your life if you want to get better in it you have to stop reflect and think what can we do to make to make this better or to align it more to what we want um But yeah, I like how he talks a lot about the intrinsic things and the relationship things. And yes, he does talk about that there is a money factor in there. And I'm not saying it's not. But um, I think sometimes we only think it is a financial, like retirement is only financial and an age. And I think it's so much more than that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I just really, I'm enjoying thinking of retirement as life now and Just doing what we want to do Mm -hmm. with purpose and not waiting until we're an age to finally enjoy life. Like, I think that's bullshit. We should enjoy life now.
0: Hell yeah. I agree.
1: (laughs) All (laughs) righty. That's all I have to say on that.
0: All right. Any other resources? Is that the, we'll list the other ones, I guess, in the uh, show notes that you have.
1: Yeah. I'll put the the book in there and um, the other blog that kind of helped us steer this conversation in a, cohesive direction sounds
0: good (laughs) cool well how about that quote of the day then there jilly
1: all righty the quote of the day is by solange nicole okay i didn't do much research on her but i really liked what she had to say (laughs) she said make every day count even when you think it's the worst day of your life for you never know when it'll be your last
0: Mm. true words very true words all right and our take action challenge live life for today
1: uh live retirement now yeah whatever your viewpoint of retirement is like do what you want to do now find a way stop making excuses enjoy your life now because tomorrow is not guaranteed yep That is all I have to say with the beautiful rain in the background. I know, you might have heard a
0: long roll of thunder there just a (laughs) minute ago. But uh, all right, folks, well, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message You can do this by writing a review or simply sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week.
1: See you later, guys.